0: Alright, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the RDR show. Um, I just got back from seeing, uh, the movie that is being nominated for the best pictures of Oscars 2020, Parasite. And, (laughs) it was funny, I was so moved during the movie, and, um... I called Joffrey when I got back to my car. I was like, "Joffrey, did this is an amazing movie? Like, did you catch a reference? Did you get this? Did you get that?" So, um, yeah. So there's a lot of reference there. Um, we recorded the Oscars uh, roundtable uh, conversation about two days ago with Joffrey and Rose. That will be coming out soon. You know, maybe in a week or so, and. You know, Joffrey was you know raving about the movie Parasite. You know, me, I was so busy for the last couple of months. The only uh, movie that I saw nominated for Oscars was 1917. So, and um, today I was like, oh yeah, I I I had a night a night off. I was oh yeah, I lo- I'm gonna go see Par- uh, Parasite. Oh man, wasn't that a great movie? Um, so. I want to record this podcast right after I've seen the movie, kind of, um, sort of use it not as a spoiler alert, you know, because I do think that because the movie is Korean, and by the way, I just think it's freaking awesome that a Korean movie can be nominated for the best picture, but it is not really a movie for spoilers, and here's why. A lot of the references that are in the movie are so Asian, are so Chinese and Korean that I take away a lot more, I believe, than the people around me in the theater. Because after I'm walking out of the theater, I heard those white people saying about different things. Oh yeah, that was different, but just different how? And then they just laugh it off. I don't feel like, you know the most people that watch the films will get it, will get the cultural reference. Um, So I want to record this podcast right after I see it. Maybe I'll see it it again with uh, Joffrey. I can talk about it again, but I want to kind of do this podcast by myself after I just saw the movie and then um, kind of use it As a reference guide for people that haven't seen it yet or for people that will see it. Um, So first of all, Parasite is a movie about class. Um, Different social class in Korea, right? Um, So... The meaning of parasite, it means uh, poor people, like extremely poor people are trying to make a living or be hopeful of a better life, of a rich life, working as the servant of the super uber rich people. right? And then that's what the term means is parasite. Um, First of all is that I don't know any of the characters' name. I'm I'm not Korean, right? So I'm gonna refer to as the rich family's uh, family member and the poorest family family member, right? So the first thought that I have, looking back at the movie, thinking about the movie, is that um, <laughs> is that you know the poor people, the poor family, they were happy, right? They were living in the in the, you know, um, half basement, uh, and then they were happy, and they don't really have much, but, you know, they were at least, I don't want to say content, but they were, they were making the best out of their situation, right, we have the guy that, you know, um, always pees next to the windows, the drunk guy, and then they were always making fun of him, and then, you know, um, making a laugh of him, and that's actually good, and secondly is that you kind of feel this sense of, um, oh, yeah, like, because I'm poor, I don't really, you know, I don't deserve anything good, right, like, when the, starting out uh, of the movie, like, the poorest family's uh, uh, son, you know, uh, had their uh, friends visiting him, he's like, yeah, I'm not good for anything, I tried the college entrance exam four times but I haven't really made it to college yet. Um, I'm just gonna try to make the best of my situation, right? Like that mentality was so unique and it was captured so well. And then the friend brought him a rock, right? And then the rock was so cool because, you know, as you guys that follow that follow the podcast know that I have a pet rock, right? That I got about a few months ago and You know, getting a rock or keeping a rock on display is such an Asian thing or such a Chinese thing. Um, Like the one that in the film, it shows like a mountain, right? Like, you know, the film given meaning that the rock has a fortune uh, layers of meaning in there. So whenever somebody is giving this type of rock to other families, it means... Good things are coming. It means, you know, you're gonna get rich. That means you're gonna get lucky. That means things are gonna turn around. Right? So the whole family they cherish it, right? Like the dad when they first got a the rock, they yeah, like it's a good meaning. Thank you so much, right? It means so kind. So like the rock has like this kind of uh, metaphor to it, right? And then I'm gonna use the rock as my most, imp- most impress as the most impressive metaphor a rock I'm gonna talk more more about a rock because there's a cultural sign, uh, significant within the rock okay so the family got a rock right and then uh, the poorest family son they went to tutor for the for this uh, ultra rich family right I think the dad is like a tech company CEO doing like AR and VR and variables and whatnot and then um, the very first things that you know, it's interesting. Is that um, <laughs> the the rich family's wife? Like the you know, the lady was pretty, right? Like she was cute. She was you know, um, tiny. She she doesn't cook well. She doesn't keep the house well. But she is so na- naive, right? Like the uh, friend told <laughs> told the uh, poor kid is that yeah. Um, she is simple, very very simple, right? And that kind of symbolizes that you know, if you are living in a you know high society, if you are, you know have a lot of money, you you can be naive or you can be you know easily fooled because your environment doesn't require you to be nimble, to be you know to have a street smart, right? And then, like, for the first part of the movie, like, the whole whole family, like, their son saw how rich the family is. And then he introduced his sister to come in and then tell the mom the whole story about the son is being depressed, right? Like, and then the whole family ended up working for this rich family because that they have a good lifestyle. They can afford them because the money is good, right? So... That is very, very interesting because that's just a sharp contrast of how you know people that don't have much need to be more nimble to just survive and then people that are you know belong to the upper class are kind of dumb and kind of like not in touch with everything else. Right. And after that the movie kind of just just pushes along, right? And the big plot twist is that after you know, the poor family got all of the, you know, previous employees of the household, like the nanny and then the driver, all the family. The, like the previous the housekeeper came back, right, begging to be in there. And then she was all beat up from probably from the debt collector, from the loan, loan shark, because, you know, the family, um, her husband was opening a Taiwanese cake shop, and then the business fell, and he owned a lot of money, right? And then it made him crazy. By the very end, right? So, the housekeeper who was, you know, passed along by, the previous owner of this house, um, saying, "Hey, you should have, uh, you, uh, you, you should hire the housekeeper. You should keep her in the house, because what's going to happen next? Because of the twist, right? So on this big rainy night, like the whole poor family is having is getting drunk in the living room in the big giant mansion with artistic couches and then the housekeeper came back knocking the door saying hey I just need to come in and then they discover there's a secret basement a secret channel at the bottom of of this house and uh, uh, as it turns out the husband of the housekeeper was hiding down there from the loan sharks he was hiding down there for the last four years, and then um, that's the reason that the previous house owner uh, recommended the housekeeper to get employed by this uber-rich family because of the fact that they have to take care of, you know, the housekeeper's husband in the basement, living down there, hiding down there, right? The rich family doesn't have any ideas of what's going on, so. After that, the housekeeper was begging them to not tell anybody, to you know, feed the husband, and then afterwards they find out that they were all together. They were all related, right? So they were fighting. They were doing all those stuff, and then the rich family came back, and what happened was. The housekeeper and the husband got you know injured and got tied up and then they were getting locked under the basement and they were just trying to make everything better. But the poor family who is occupying the rich house they don't really have a resolution of what to do with the people downstairs hiding in the basement. Are they hungry? Are they not hungry? Um, what should they do? Right. And then during this time, because it was raining so hard outside, the whole family got flooded. And then we get to see the distance between the poor area, which is, you know, in the bottom of the hill, and then the rich people are living on the top of the hill. So whenever you're raining, it's raining a lot, the rich people living on the top of the hill will not get affected by that much. It would just be like rain. And then the people that are living, you know, in the basement or in the... Bottom of the hill, they will get flooded, right? So, the whole poor family house, the apartment, the basement got flooded, right? There was sewage, there was poopy water everywhere, and then what happened was is I think this is in this is in, interesting is that they were all fighting for their you know the most um, you know precious possession during the sewage flood and then the poorest family's son grabbed the rock, right? Because the rock in the beginning of the film it symbolizes the sign of prosperity, the sign of good fortune. And then the whole family lacks that, right? And then even though the rock was, you know, submerged in poopy water and it was disgusting and the sun still grabbed, the only one thing that that he grabbed from the house was the rock, Because he really buys in that there could be a chance that the whole family can be better off than the situation that they're living right now, right? So they grab it and the whole house get flooded. They lost everything. And then there were a bunch of poor people living, you know, sleeping, you know, spending the night at a... At the floor of a stadium. And then. That was the most profound conversation. That the poor dad. And then the poor uh, the, the poor family son. Had was. The son asked the dad. Hey what's the plan for the people. Being locked up. You know trapped under the basement. And then the dad said. You know sometimes the best plan. Is to have no plan. Because when you have a plan. Life never happens that way. So even though they're bad stuff. Even though they are. ...crappy situation... ...if you don't have a plan... ...then everything won't matter... ...and that again... ...signals the... ...the mentality from the lower class people... ...is that even though you have a plan... ...because we don't have the resources... ...we cannot follow through with our plan... ...so we're gonna just... ...have a more like... ...be me... ...defeat me... ...kind of a mentality... ...going from there... ...and... ...if you notice... ...if you guys can recall... ...if you see the movie... The son brought up the rock again because he was holding it. He was hugging it when he was, he was falling asleep because the rock, the idea of a good fortune gave him comfort so that he can fall asleep at night. And then he held on to the rock like a little bit more tighter. And then the whole rich family will have an impromptu party, get all the rich friends to his beautiful house, rich party. And then because all of the poorest family members are employed at the rich house, they all have to go, right? And then they all show up, they all are like, yeah, it was a fruitcake, and then they still don't have a plan at this point, right? And then what happened what was really interesting is that one of the family members go down there, and then they went and check on the, you know, um, check on the people trapped in the basement, you know, the crazy husband, and then the housekeeper, and it was the son that goes down there to check on them and he brought the rock as the you know, protection as his weapon. And then what's happened is, you know, the son got beaten by the uh hosp- housekeeper's husband down there. And what's interesting is he got hit by the rock in the head. Like that's what's Causing the sun's biggest damage is the rock to the head. So, almost killed him, right? And what happened after was interesting, because the rock symbolizes good fortune, even if the whole family at uh, the sun is being hit by the rock, it's almost killed by the rock, and, and still the good fortune didn't fall onto their lap, right? And after the sun gets cured, um he developed this kind of a symptom where he will laugh. He would like uncontrollably laugh. Right? I think that symbolizes that even though I got hit by the sign of the good fortune I still have nothing. So I developed this laugh as a sign by the superpower or by the upper gods or whatever saying, Hey, this is ridiculous. Even though I got still got hit by the rock, I still don't got much money. I still my, my situation still did not did not improve. So the son will laugh incontrollably. And I think that is the most profound type of uh, situation. You know, the symbolism within the movie is a rock. And then the family dealing with the rock. Right? So afterwards, you know, um, the crazy person came up. And then he started murdering everybody. Um, he kills off the poor family's daughter. And then, you know... What's interesting is right before the killing rampage, the rich dad was telling the poor dad, "Say, hey, we're gonna play American Indians to amuse the uh, rich family's uh, little kids, little uh, young boy." And then the dad, the rich dad, was super super into it, and the poor dad was uh, looking at him like. Is a little unwilling for them to do it, and then what's gonna uh, and then what happened was the rich guy just you know get there, gets got super serious. It's like yeah, this is what you pay to do. You got to pay money to do this. You got to pay extra money to do this. You got to do this with me because you got paid. I don't care if you want to do it or not, but you you got to do it with me, right? And then the rampage happens, and then. Uh, everybody get assaulted, the mom got, you know, a stop too, and, they throw the car key, underneath, the, uh, crazy, husband, the housekeeper's husband, and then what happened was, as the rich dad was reaching for the keys, he's like, oh, this smell, like he was like making a nasty face, this smell, and that was triggered, the poor dad to be like, that's it, that's the trigger, and then, he killed the rich dad. Poor dad kills, uh, kills the rich dad. And then afterwards, everybody went into a chaos. And then the poor dad find the perfect place to hide because he know that when he come out, he will be ch- chased by the police. So he was the one that was hiding underneath the house, the big mansion into a dungeon that... He's hiding from the justice, just like the crazy guy that probably got crazy because he was hiding there for so long. It They don't see daylight, they don't see anything. And then what happened was, there has to be a way of communication, right? So the poor guy writes, writes out a letter, because there was a switch, um... That controls the light bulb and then whenever the light bulb blinks and then it sends a message the more it's cold right so every night the poor dad will be in the dungeon typing out this message a letter to the sun saying hey i'm okay uh, but i'm just i'm just gonna hide here every time i go upstairs for food i'm risking my life but i'm good here you don't want to come and see me Um and then they were saying goodbye right and then the poor kid kind of saw that message by accident. And then he started responding to the message, to the letter. And in the letter, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to, um, you know, work hard. I'm going to make lots of money. I'm going to buy the house. But by, by, uh, by the time that we buy the house, then you can come out. Finally, then there will be no problem at all. And then after, you know, the movie was showing, you know, the, the Poor kid's letter, and then they were envisioning. They were showing a picture: like the rich kid got, the poor kid got rich, and then they went By the house, and then they let their dad out. But boom, a plot switch. They were back in the basement that they were living before, and um, the son saying, "That's my plan." <laughs> That is my plan to get in, y'all. Yeah, but I have no idea if if that's gonna work. But based on based on the previous record, it's not gonna work. So they're 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 pretty much saying goodbye to each other for one final time. They will never see each other again, and that just hits me so hard because the amount of symbolism, the amount of struggle that the lower caste people are going through. Got depicted super super vividly for the movie, and then the metaphor of the rock of good fortune, and then ended up the poor kid did not really have the rock because he believed that the rock didn't really matter for him. Like he lost, it. he lost in a dungeon. He got he got attacked by it and he have a uncontrollably laughter afterwards as the after the injury, but. What, like what what happens now like would the dad be still in the dungeon will he go crazy like the housekeeper's husband um you know the family that looks so crazy to the you know poor family well the poor families got turned into the housekeeper's family right so that just goes to show you that the people that have resources that live in the upper class will never understand what the lower class are going through. But it's always a constant struggle for the lower class to, to really have hope, to really have you know, bright ambitions for something better. But by the very end, the social class weight on the lower class people are so great. Everything has to be lost. They have to go back to what they were doing. They has to go back to the way before. Again, if you don't have a plan, you don't have to worry about it because nothing will go your way anyway. Why would you worry about it? So, the movie ends with no plan. Nobody knows what, happened, what will happen to the poor dad in the dungeon. And nobody will know what will happen... To the poor kid that, if he will really get his father out, or what are they gonna do? So, yeah, um, that's all I have. Um, go, go see Parasite. Hopefully, this whole metaphor breakdown for you, you know, the rock was so good, like that metaphor is so good, like the kid was even hit in the head, almost get killed by the rock, and still, they got nothing, but the kid, had a plan, well he still had a plan by the end of the movie, but, the way that he was saying, the, he was reading the letter to his poor dad in the dungeon, is that, I give up. I don't know if we will be seeing each other again in this lifetime. So, that was super powerful. Um, anyway, this is my impromptu podcast about Parasite, and you guys are going to hear Joffrey's take on it, you know, in a couple of days, when we release the Oscars roundtable. And, yeah, I'm just super proud that there's a Korean-made movie that even get nominated for the Best Picture. And I think most white people that don't share the perspective, they might get what's going on. But as an Asian person, as a Chinese person, that I'm able to read into the metaphor like a whole lot better. And the struggle from the poor people and then the mass for... the the masterful acting by the poor family is so good that I truly feel like this is a masterpiece. I I haven't seen Joker yet. That's probably the movie that I'm going to see next. But I truly believe that the best pictures are going to get picked via 1917 or Parasite it will be so cool if a Korean film can win best picture, it will be so cool. But I don't think that's likely due to the makeup of the judges at the Oscars awards. But, um, I guess we'll find out in, in about <coughs> a week or two weeks end of January, um, or beginning of February. So, um, that's my take on the movie Parasite. Hopefully it's been helpful. And, uh, Guys, listen to this podcast, go see it. Go see the movie and then pay attention to the little meanings and the, to the little things. Because that's, I think, the difference for intellectual uh, in uh, intellectual movie and, you know, uh, mindless action movie, you know, is that you can't go to the movies to just, you know, to waiting to be entertained by the hot girls, the crash scenes, the fighting scenes, the racing scene. That's totally fine. Like you you can go to the movie like that, but Parasite is the type of movie that you actually have to go in there with a clear mind intellectually, really analyze what's going on, the metaphors and you know, the whole thing. So really hope Parasite will win the best picture. For Oscars, Um, I think it will be a great achievement by the Asian people, by the Asian film industry. Um, Yeah, great movie, great movie. I'm I'm sure we'll talk like a lot more with uh, Joffrey. And we're probably going to rewatch it maybe soon. We'll see. And um, yeah, this is Kevin signing off.